Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, welcome to the Dropship Podcast. Today, we're going to answer some more non-dropshipping questions, and they all come from Zach Simpson, a member of our community in the Dropship Breakthrough Tribe Facebook group. If you want to hop in there, just search the Dropship Tribe on Facebook and and come join our free group, talk about dropshipping and many other things. So Zach asks, how do we divide our time between family and business? And to be like fully inside baseball with you, John and I just discussed this for like 15 minutes before we even got on the air. We're trying to figure out the right way to approach this because there's part of me that wants to like be polished and tell you this is how I handle it all. And really, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And there's days like this morning where my kid is screaming at the top of the stairs, don't leave. And I have to go do stuff. And like, that's hard. And other days where it's like, get me out of here. And that's not as hard. Right. And so like, uh, I, I don't know how to approach this one. I do want to come off as, as real as possible, but uh, hopefully I don't come off as your role model. Cause I don't know what I'm fucking doing either. John, do you know what you're doing here? Have you figured this out? Well, I'm probably a little, a little bit further down the track than you because yeah. I've got more kids <laughs> and I've right. been through been through this uh, new child, you know, process um, a few more times. But even then, no, I, I don't think anybody honestly goes through parenting um, and family and all that sort of thing and has it nailed. Like you can read all the books you want about it and you can listen to other people's experiences, but I think like a family is such a unique thing. Like you're, you're talking about when you start talking about people interacting with each other, there's no similarity, but there's, there's no sameness between two families. And so I think you're always kind of making it up as you go and living with the fear that you're not doing it right. Right. I mean, I think this is pretty common. Like, am I a good parent? Like, am I a good husband? Am I good in my relationships? All that sort of thing. I, I think for every single person on this planet, that's uh, except for, you know, serial killers and people with those sort of problems. Um, you know, I think that's going to be a, uh, like a set of fears that everybody has, no matter what level you're at or how many times you've done it or how much success you have or how little success you feel you have or whatever, those kind of, um, I, I don't think that ever goes away. So I'm, I'm kind of like you, um, you know, People know I've, I've got four kids. I had three of those while I was building businesses, uh, like as in they were born, you know, um, while I was building businesses. And so I've been through that um, young children, baby phase, um, you know, which is very stressful in and of itself um, while building businesses um, at, at various levels. And uh, I'd, I'd say the same as you, man. I mean, I, I still think, Definitely, there's days where I'm like, ah, oh, this this isn't working. Or, I haven't got this right, or uh, I'm worried that I'm not spending enough time with my kids, or um, I'm worried that I'm not spending enough time on my businesses because I'm spending too much time with my kids or family or whatever. I mean, it goes both ways, right? Um, and, and I don't think if, if there's people out there who are like listening to this, either worried about that before they get started or they've got started and they're worried about it. I mean, that's, I, I just want to say that's, that's completely normal, right? Um, don't freak out if you have those fears or if you're worried you're not doing a good job of something in particular um, in either, in either direction. I think that's normal. Um, and um, 
you know, but like, yeah, I think it's, it's good to talk about it because I think it's my experience of going through the process of building businesses is that, um, uh, it's, I think it's tempting to think in your mind that what happens in your personal life and what happens in your business are two distinctly different things, but they're really not right. Like if things aren't good for you at home or in your personal relationships in some way, if you don't have a family, you've, you've got other relationships, obviously, if things are not going well there, that absolutely is going to spill over into your, how you are in your business as well. Right. I 100% believe that simply because, um, I've seen it a lot of times happen to me, you know, um, if, if me and my wife aren't getting on well, you know, I'm not doing as well when I get in to do my business stuff. Absolutely. Um, and I think, I think a lot of people in the beginning, um, you know, they don't really think about that connection. Um, and so they can often get deep into a business without making sure that, you know, other people, and it's not many other people, but there's always often there's, there, there may be other people in your life. You need to bring them along with you. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think that is a, that's a real thing. Um, so I think you and I are probably fairly lucky in that regard. I don't know if it's luck or if it's by action, but um, I mean, we've obviously been doing this for a while and have supportive people in our you know, who are close to us, but, um, I think that's step one. If, you know, I think Zach's been doing this, but other people who haven't, you have to have a, a supportive person on board. If you don't, then that's, you don't have a problem with like business. You have a problem with your life. Like if, if your spouse genuinely doesn't support you in wanting to better your life and better your family's life, that's a big problem in my eyes. And so hmm. uh, I would be dead honest, John, you said, be real on this show. If, if my girlfriend or wife said no, I don't think she'd be my girlfriend or wife anymore. I genuinely mean, like, I, I've, I've really thought through this. I'm going to make a change in my life. And you don't support that because you're, you know, you need something that's different. Uh, one of us has to, like, keep growing. Actually, both of us should keep growing. The best thing that she can do for me is work on herself. And the best thing I can do for her is work on myself. And this is, I want to work on myself and improve my life. And, and that's not going to come at the expense of my wife and my children. That's likely going to come at the expense of Call of Duty and Netflix uh, and scrolling on my phone there is a lot of time in everyone's day that doesn't involve removing some from your children or moving some from your wife in order to, uh, you know, move your business forward. And so, I don't know. But step one, you got to have somebody supportive on board, right? And, and like you said, very fortunate. Mrs. K is, has, has helped me out in, in enormous ways, right? Whether that's, you know, when my first uh, biological son was born, I slept through the night every single night. And that's that's credit to Mrs. K, right? And I don't think everyone has that Um that same luxury. And I'm thankful I did that allowed me to show up fresh every day and actually get work done and things like that. And so, um, but she's been from day one, she's been supportive. And so I, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to her. And I think that's what you need to find early on is like, not necessarily you need to find someone new. You should like talk with the person. You should communicate yeah. with the person you're with about what you're trying to do, why you're trying to do it, what sacrifices you're willing to make, they're willing to make in order to reach specific goals that you two have together uh, and what that could look like and what what that may mean. Uh, usually, again, you have a bunch of free time that doesn't involve your children that you can cut out, right? Like your Netflix and chill time might just have to go away. Your four hours of screen time that everybody listening to this definitely has. Look on your iPhone and scroll left. You definitely spend that much time on your phone. Uh, cut into that. Don't don't cut into time with your family and the relationships that you want to nurture along the way. You can get better at life 
by cutting out a lot of excess that you don't need rather than cutting out your family. No, 100%. And I definitely agree. Like you've got to have, and I don't want to pretend like, you know, I'm some relationship expert or, or have this all right. But I mean, you have to have that conversation. If you do have somebody else significant in your life who um, is going to go along this journey with you, like you definitely, and you know, like a lot of people who listen to us are in that sort of, you know, 30 to 45 year old range where generally for most people, that's probably going to be the case that you have somebody else in your life who's, you know, you know, in some sort of relationship with you. Um, you've got to have that conversation with them and you've got to explain to them or, you know, help them to understand the why. Why are you doing what you're doing? What's your vision? Where do you want to go in life? Um, you know, and I don't necessarily know that they have to 100% agree with everything right at the beginning, but they have to understand that. And you have to, like, I, I agree with what you're saying about talking about things that you're going to give up and all that sort of thing, but leave, leave everything open. Like, you know, this is something, like, in, encourage that person to talk to you. Like, if they're feeling... Um, because I think what happens is that, you know, the other person in the relationship who's not building the business can sometimes feel resentment about you mm. spending so much time doing the thing you're doing. And they don't say anything about that. Right? And it builds up, it builds up. And then they're like, oh, yeah, at some point that kind of all comes out. Um, and that gets really difficult to deal with and it gets pretty messy and that sort of thing. So I think another thing for me, I think that is quite key is just saying like, uh, this is some, This is not like we talk about it one time and then we never talk about it again, right? Like if at any point you feel like you're not feeling great about this for some reason or whatever, just come and talk to me. Let's have a chat about it. Let's work through that. Let's make some adjustments if we need to make some adjustments. Um, like, you know, I mean, I got four kids and I'll be honest, I'm like, like you, my wife, Kat looks after them a lot of the time, right? She takes all four of them off to school and stuff and does all that sort of everything for them in the morning while I'm sitting here talking to you right now recording this episode. It's like for me, it's like seven o'clock in the morning or whatever time it is. And she's got to get all the kids ready to go to school and all that sort of thing. And she's fantastic at doing that. But sometimes it probably gets a bit overwhelming doing that every single day all the time and she needs a break from that. So it's like we need to make adjustments sometimes to allow that to happen. And so, um, you know, you've got to, practice and it takes practice right um being open uh, and and constantly having that open lines of communication in your relationships a very important thing to doing this for years and years hey remember holly yeah episode 212 from zero to five hundred thousand dollars in five months holly is one of our best students and you can hop on a call with her right now at dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash call if you're listening to this, I know you're thinking about starting your own high-ticket dropshipping business and what better person to speak to than Holly, who is a shining example of what can be done starting your own business. So hop on a call with Holly, see if joining Dropship Breakthrough is right for you. Dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash call. Let's share what ours actually looks like, right? I think that's the basis of this question. And so, you know, to your point, uh, oh, look, I'll start. Today's Tuesday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, I leave the house usually before everyone's awake, except for uh, one of the stepkids. He, the earliest riser you'll ever meet. He's always awake. Uh, other than that, everyone's asleep and I just leave. I go to the gym and I go straight from the gym to the office and I work till 
three, four o'clock, uh, usually around four, uh, I'm out of here. Uh, lately I've been cold plunging and saunaing before I go home and then I go home and I spend, you know, three, four hours with the family at night and Wednesdays is different. Wednesdays, uh, at three o'clock, John and I record podcasts every Wednesday. Uh, today's Tuesday, we're doing it back to back days. Uh, and so I'm late that day. Uh, but my wife is getting the kids up. She homeschools the children. Uh, you know, she, we have a toddler, and so that takes a lot of attention as well. Um, she's making all the lunches. She's making all the breakfasts. Uh, on Wednesday, she's making dinner. Otherwise, I come home. I like to cook dinner and spend time with the family. Uh, but she's carrying a lot of the load, and that's kind of what we communicated, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to bust my tail because these are the goals we want to get to. Here's what it looks like on your end. That, Like, you're going to need to take care of all of these things. Are you okay with that? And once we came to a consensus really early on in our relationship of, like, this is what it needs to look like if we want to reach our goals – then we both just put our heads down and said, like, there's no room for resentment there when we've clearly commu communicated what needs to be done. But that's what my week looks like, John. Uh, Thursdays, I'm, I am able to sleep in a little bit. I wake up with the kids, hang out with the kids for a little while before I come in the office. And then Saturdays and Sundays, um, I'm usually up well before my wife and happy to hang out with the kids and, and do family stuff and pumpkin patches. And literally, if you're watching on video, I'm rolling my eyes, like all the stuff that I genuinely <laughs> don't want to do, um, you know, that'll make memories for the children, I guess. Uh, I never did any of that stuff, so I don't. I don't get it, honestly. I don't. I don't get Santa. I don't get Christmas. I don't understand any of that stuff. If I'm honest with you, I'm a weirdo. So, um, whatever she tells me, we're doing on the weekend. That's what we do on the weekend, and and I also try to find time for me on the weekend um, because I think it's important to show the children that you're trying to work on yourself. So, like, I like to I like to spend time, you know, walking and thinking. Um, I like to make sure they know I'm going to the gym. I like to make sure they know when I'm working on the business. I like to make sure they know when I'm on my phone, I'm not scrolling Facebook. I'm, I'm usually answering a student or something like that. I, I want them to see that, like, I live my life um, by my rules and I think I'm making good decisions. And so I don't want to hide that from them. I don't want to be off my device. I want to be present when I'm with them. But I also want to, like, show them I'm working on me um, that, no, we can't hang out all the time because I do need to do X, Y, and Z. And someday you're going to need to do X, Y, and Z, too. And I think it's important for them to see that. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and and I think I think that's that's awesome um, to mention that bit about making sure your kids understand what you're doing, right? So if you're listening to this show, if somebody's listening to this show or they're starting one of these businesses, because they want to make usually anyway, they want to make some changes in their lives, like away from the traditional nine to five, go to university, get a job, buy a house, blah blah blah. Like you want to do something different. You want to live like produce a different outcome. Right than than the standard, probably the one that you the outcome that your parents had in a lot of cases, right? Your parents, um, and if you're in that sort of lifestyle, it's probably because your parents set that up for you, right? Like when when I was a teenager, I thought, well, you've got to finish school, you've got to go to university, you've got to get a nine to five job, you've got to buy a house because that's what my parents did. That's what my parents told me you got to do, right? So. I think it would be incredibly incongruous of you to say, I want that different thing, um, but I don't want my children to understand I'm doing that or like what that actually looks like. Like if you want a, a different outcome in life, you've got to live your life differently, right? You can't live your life the same. Um, but it's also, I think, incumbent on you if, you if you're saying, I want to be that person with a different life, with a different outcome, like you, you've got to bring your kids along for that as well. Like they need to see what that looks like because if they see what that looks like and they see that old daddy's building businesses and this is what that looks like, then when they be get become a teenager and you know they get a bit more if they're younger now they get more a bit of, more of a grasp about what life is, 
then the chances that they're going to go and do something for themselves um, is incredibly higher. Uh, and I think, like, honestly, if I was going to tell somebody you're a, you know, you could pick up your game in the parenting stakes, if you're not doing that, that's, that's one of the things that you should be doing. Make sure your kids understand that this is what it takes to, you know, get the things that you want in life or the, the outcomes, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's whatever it is, like they need to understand that you can't just sit around and do the same thing that everybody else does. Well, your week is very different than mine, John. Why don't you walk through what a week looks like for you? <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, on the other my- side of the world, right? A lot of, most <laughs> yeah. of the audience here is, is American. Uh, yeah. There are some UK folks and Australian, but your day is very different to mine because it has to be just the way our days sync up. Like, I don't, I don't want to be here at three o'clock. Really. I want to kind of be done at at four and like, you don't want to be up at 6am either. And so like, uh, you know, we make some sacrifices for each other, but what, what does your week look like? Yeah. So, I mean, it's sort of, uh, I think it's a bit, probably a little bit more free form than yours in, in a sense, I think, which is, um, kind of by the, the time zone difference differences, but also just kind of the way I do things, I suppose. So, most days of the week, like weekdays, I will, yeah, be up, like start business stuff early. So like today, um, which is Wednesday for me, um, I started at 6am, jumping on the phone with you. We talked about some other stuff. We're recording podcasts now. So I'll start at 6am. My kids generally get up between five and six. Um, they're still early risers, even though they're not that young anymore. Um, it's a constant source of, uh, <laughs> annoyance for me and cat, um, is that they just don't seem to start sleeping in. Um, the sun also comes up here really early this time of year, so that doesn't help either, but, um, they're usually up between five and six. I get up first, um, with the kids. So I'm usually up at five every day. Um, and that's been my uh, routine for a long time, like a long time. Um, I actually don't remember what sleeping in is like. I don't think I can do it anymore. Um, so yeah, I'll just sort them out with some food and breakfast, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll come in and start working like six, um, six or seven, most days, Monday to Friday. Um, maybe not Monday because that's your Sunday. So nobody in the U S is hassling me on a Monday. Um, so I might start a bit later then, but yeah, six or seven, uh, I get in do calls with people. So calls with you calls with, you know, other people, uh, business partners, uh, students, coaching, you know, all of those sort of things for me tends to happen sort of before 11 a.m. here. So that's that sort of will be my mornings. Um, a lot of those mornings I'll, you know, have an hour in the schedule where I'll go and do something for myself. So like go and work out, uh, go for a run, go to the beach, surf, you know, whatever it is that I feel like doing. Um, some days I'll do those things a, a bit later around the middle of the day as well. Um and then I kind of finish my day a lot of the time a bit earlier. So when the kids finish school, right, um, that's like from that point on, which is, you know, around three o'clock in the afternoon, um, uh, I'll be doing things with them. So, you know, whether that's once again, we might go to the beach. Uh, some days my kids do gymnastics. We take them to gymnastics. They jump around and do all that sort of stuff. Um, but that's kind of like, my weekdays. Um, but then some days I just, you know, will work till midday and then not work after that. Cause I started Those are great days. So, so I started early in the morning, so I'm just going to go. And that might mean that then on a Saturday, I do a couple of hours on a Saturday. I do some things because 
for people in the US, that's a Friday. And so I might have some interaction with people on a, on a, on a Saturday and work on some projects on a Saturday or weekend. Um, and then because I didn't do things on certain days in, in the week. Um, so that's what I mean. My weeks can be a bit more freeform. I don't necessarily have a super set structure aside from my, like my mornings are pretty structured. Um, Dude, weekends are, are not. Weekends are great. Like I, I like to come in for like about two hours, uh, usually on a Saturday or Sunday morning, no one's bugging you, right? The slack isn't tick, tick, ticking there. There is no, there's nothing going on. So I can just come here, have two hours of actual like focused work. And it turns out to be about as much as I get done on a regular day, really. Like if I can just sit down and focus. So um, I, I like those little weekend sprints, but I'm a little jealous of you. Like those days where like your Monday morning, when nothing, like you can just get caught up, right? I, I When I was in Thailand, you'd wake up, the day's over, right? So you have everything to work through. And 30 minutes later, you've got everything done and no one bugs you the rest of the day. It's kind of nice to actually like get shit done. So I miss that a little bit. But I, I do want to touch on one thing of like... <sighs> It's easy before you start to think this is going to consume you and you, you won't have time for things. But for me, it's been seasons, right? So mm. there are times where John and I are really going hard for something. Like before the event in Minneapolis, I was working really hard. There was a lot to think through. There was a lot to get done. Um, you know, shout out to Amira, one of our students, for helping a lot with that. But I was really working hard and, and late nights. And, I, you know, honestly, in summer, that's when I'd like to relax. So it was, it was difficult. Um, but we got a lot done. Uh, <clears throat> and then... You know, we're working towards another event uh, in Australia as we speak. And so like there's and, and redoing the course, there's a lot going on, right? There's seasons where we push really hard. And then I know in January and February, when my family and I go to Florida, it's probably going to be like, you know, nine to one days. And then I'm going to come home. We'll likely have family visiting every week. Uh, we have a pool in the backyard. The kids will want to swim every day. And I'll spend a whole lot of time with family uh, for those two months that we're there. And then likely come back in March and John will be talking about what event we're going to host in July. And here we go again, you know, seasons of like, you know, turning it back on and going. And so you're going to have this in your business too. There's going to be times to sprint. There's going to be times to relax. There's going to be, you know, Q4s for some businesses are going to be wild. Others are going to be absolute duds and you can kind of really focus on your next year's plan. And so um, everything's a season. And so I wouldn't worry about like, I'm permanently cutting off X, Y, and Z to have a new X, Y, like it's just going to, you know, sometimes you're going to focus really hard on your business and other times you're going to focus really hard on your family. And other times you're going to focus really hard on you. And it, it's going to ebb and flow as you go. And if you're anything like me, you'll beat yourself up all along the way of how you're, you know, the one that's not in season currently, how you're missing out on it. But I promise you like, uh, so long as you're aware of that, you can find balance and you can find opportunity to grow each one of the areas when, when it's in season. Yeah. And I think what, you know, some of the fears that people have when they're just starting out around this stuff like family and um, kids, whatever it might be, is that like kind of two, uh, you know, opposing fears. One is like, I, I'm, I'm afraid that if I have to put time into a business, it means I'm going to have to take time away from kids and uh, I'm not going to be as good a parent. I'm not going to be, you know, all of that sort of thing. Or I'm because I've got kids, I'm not going to have enough time to do my business. And I think you mentioned it earlier is in that there's probably things in your life that you can, um, you know, like do less of to make that time without taking them away from your kids. And, you know, certainly, yes, that's true. Um, but there, there are going to be sacrifices along the way. And I think that's a being able to do that, like sacrifice to me is not a dirty word. For a lot of people, it's a word that has negative connotations. Like when you're brought up like, oh, the, the word sacrifice means you're giving something up and we tend to view giving something up as a negative, but you're giving something up to gain something better. 
So you're, if you're a dude that likes to pound the beers with the boys on the weekend, like straight up, cut that fucking shit out of your life, right? You're not going anywhere with that. Like give that up. You don't have to take anything away from your kids, right? For example. Uh, and if you're sitting there and you feel resistance to John saying that, know that I used to pound the beers with the boys like no one else. Um, you're not going anywhere in life while you're doing that. You're literally not. There's no debate about that. I'm not going to debate that with anybody. You're wrong. Fix it. Um, and, uh, but at the same time, like you shouldn't feel bad about spending a little bit less time with members of your family either, because what you're doing is about providing them a better future, providing them more options. And it's not going to be forever. Right? So I don't have any problem with spending less time than I could with my kids. I mean, literally I could probably spend way more time not doing business than I currently do for sure and still make money. Absolutely. I could, right. I could work three days a week and still make plenty of money probably. Um, but I don't because I know if I push really hard at this point in my life, in a couple of years time, the, what I can offer my children will be radically different. And that's, so I'm happy to sacrifice time with them in order for them to have more options and, and to have more things that they can do in life as a result of the work that I've put in for a couple of years. They're going to be alive for, well, who knows how long, you know, people are going to live in the future. They're probably going to be alive at least another 90 years. So really like giving up a bit of time now to build a business and do something to set your family up for like ever is like, that's a tiny thing to change. Like I think people overthink this a lot, right? But you should, you should flip the script and say, it's actually a good thing for you to focus on building something that will change your family's lives, not just your own life, your family's lives now. Make sure they understand that that's what you're doing. But this is a good thing. You should do it. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.